Hi, and welcome back to Disney Native, your favorite podcast for all things Walt Disney World related. Today, our theme is food and wine. We have a lot of excitement going on just because Nicole and I have actually been apart for about a month, which is very weird for us because we have our weekly Disney Native meetings that we like plan for this. We record this. We do all the like Disney related stuff. So we've just been sitting here with some cocktails, yeah. with some good chats and catching <laughs> up. And now we're back in our little, I'd call it a studio. Let's call sure. it a studio. <laughs> My second um, bedroom yeah. slash studio. Yeah, slash Scarlet is also here with us. <laughs> and yeah, we're ready to talk about food and what? It is the most wonderful time of the year. I know it's one of my favorite, like, Disney events, I guess. Yeah, for sure. Um, So, yeah, that's basically what we're going to be doing today is giving you the rundown, some really great tips to conquer food and wine as a native, and just pretty much everything you need to know about it. Um, So there was kind of a kerfuffle, I guess you could say. (laughs) Yes, it was a kerfuffle. (laughs) With our last recording, so we were trying to be really productive and on it and we recorded probably last month yeah it's been about a month ago and it just wasn't that great we're learning the content was great (laughs) yes oh yeah the quality was not great yeah so we're Mm re-recording trimming a little bit of the fat right i mean i'm not promising anything we'll probably talk forever (laughs) still but we talked for a very long time our last episode. I hope we don't have to keep doing stuff yeah. like so that. So, like, definitely, this is a good time to just, like, thank you guys for hanging in with us. Because we're not, you know, professional podcasters. Um, you know, we know a little bit about audio, but not a lot. Yeah. So, um, yeah, thanks for listening to us and learning and growing with us in that regard. We definitely just have a lot of fun. It's a good excuse to just hang out and talk about things we already enjoy. And if we have the opportunity to share it with more people, all the better. So all good things, all good things. So thank you again. Um, And so without further ado, do you want to go ahead and jump in to the goodness that is food and wine? Absolutely. International food and wine, I guess I should say. You know, the funny thing is that the official title is the Epcot International Food and Wine Festival. Nobody calls it that. No. It used to be Food and Wine Fest. Now oh. everybody just calls it Food and Wine. Like, food and Wine. You just know what it is. You know, it's yeah. Food and Wine. So that's kind of Could fun. you be really fancy and call it the Eric's, Eric, the Experimental <gasps> World yes. of Tomorrow International Ex- the Experimental food Prototype food. Community yeah, yeah. of Tomorrow International <laughs> Food and Wine Festival. Is that too extra? <laughs> Nothing's too extra for Walt. No. No. I think he would approve of that. Yes. 100%. <laughs> Uh, so, Nicole, what is your first, like, overall advice tip you have for us okay. right now? So, when I go in the food and wine, I go in like a pro. Mm-hmm. I go in like, you know, a tourist with a fanny pack. I don't <laughs> actually have a literal fanny, fanny pack. You have your tivas. <laughs> figurative fanny pack. Because, so, uh, David Knight. So, this is slight rabbit trail. This is a good event for people who do not like Disney. Cool. That's you know, uh, my husband, he enjoys Disney, but, like, he enjoys it with me, and, you know, I'm the nerd, and he goes along <laughs> with me, and we have, we always have fun together, but he genuinely loves food and wine, and he's right there with me, like, when are we going to go, what are we going to have, Aww. kind of planning, and he's always excited about it. Um, so, we go several times over the course of the festival, and the first thing we do on our first trip 
We walk in the door, we go to the nearest gift shop, kiosk, whatever, we get a gift card, we get a passport. So we get, uh, they have these little tiny gift cards with little wristbands. Mm -hmm. And you can load that card with however much you want to spend. And this is good because you don't have to keep whipping out your debit card. And you also it keeps you on budget so that you don't okay. overspend. Because it's really easy to overspend. Mm -hmm. um, so you get your gift card. You put how much you want to spend on there. Wrap that thing around your wrist. And they have the little passports we like because it has every single food item in every single country listed. And we will check those off as we go through. And then I bring that thing home with me. And I go through it, and I mark so up the little dot <laughs> next to the things that we want to try next. Ooh. Because it's just, it's overwhelming. And if you walk up to the little menu with, like, no plan for what mm. you want, you'll end up trying things you don't really care about, and then you won't have money left over for the things you really do want to try. So get the passport. And also get the gift card. so crowded. And if you're, like, trying to look at the sign and people are trying to walk around you and you just want to eat, and the book, it's like the little book thing, you can, it's usually right up front, so you can grab yes. it there. There's, it's, it's all over. any kiosk will have it too, and then they have also little stickers, so once you do eat all the foods, or if you just like try one thing from one place, you can like pull off your little sticker, and there's like random ones too, like, I think if you, when you get your Mickey magnet, you can put like a sticker on, Oh. so like there's like some other little bonus It's gotten things. carried away with the stickers, it oh, sounds like. Oh, I mean, they're just so generous, okay. <laughs> um, so another tip that I would give is don't let a long line intimidate you, because unlike the attractions, if you see a long line at a kiosk, but it's something you want, get in that line. Because the lines may look long, but they move really fast. There's like several cash registers. There are several people working at the window. And I mean, they turn those over really fast. Mm -hmm. um, so if it looks like, oh, there's long lines everywhere, just don't let that concern you. Now, sometimes it still is super busy and it is a little bit longer. But it's the one time that you don't really have to be afraid of a long line. Absolutely. Yeah. And in the same vein, there are crowds. And they never put enough high-top tables out, no. you know, for you to, like, take your food and actually enjoy it. But there's some food you can eat while you walk, but so much food you need to, you know, stand at a table and enjoy it. But most of the time, there's not an open high-top table. And sometimes you just got to eat on top of that trash can. <laughs> And you see everybody doing it, there's no judgment, everybody's cool with it. You know somebody is a Disney native if you see them eating on top of the trash can. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> yes, for sure. I, I can't say we've done that yet. We, oh. So we have, I mean, food has wine has begun, has begun. So um, we did actually go the Friday. So it opened on Thursday, we went on Friday. And it was crazy. And I did size of a trash can. I was like, Oh, I don't think I've done it yet. You're kind of weird with germs, though. <laughs> yeah. so, and it okay. kind of me, like, when people are actually trying to go around you to throw out their true. nasty trays, it's, it's just, you, you've got to just do it, oh, push comes to shove, but we have not had to do that yet. Okay, well, so <laughs> Bethany and I are going to food and wine in a few days, yes. and we're going to do this together. We're going to okay. eat on the trash can together. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Oh, uh, I have to bring like a little picnic table. You're gonna have like um next to your sunblock. You're gonna have like yes. the wipes. You're gonna yes. like pull out the wipes yes. and like wipe the trash can down. Rub it in. <laughs> oh geez. So what are some of your what's some of your overall advice tips for food and wine? Well, so there's 
a few other like little extra nuggets that I love about food and wine. So don't forget as a pass holder now, if you go four times, which I don't know, does that sound like a lot or not at all? I can't tell. Four sounds <laughs> like a lot to me personally. It does sound like a we lot. We do three okay, usually. Well, you just gotta go one more, Nicole. But if you do go for, you will get a Mickey mini cutting board. So like for cheese and stuff, it actually looks really cute. I'm here for it. I'm, I'm going to try to, I feel like they might run out. So I want to try to get there soon to get my Mickey cutting board. I already got my Mickey magnet. He's on the car. He's a little chef Mickey. <laughs> That's really cute. cute. That is um, cute. So those are some fun things. If you're a pass holder, you definitely need to grab or try to get. Um, and then if you're there a lot, what we love, my husband and I, we love to do the scavenger hunts. So there's one for Flower and Garden. It's like the um, Easter egg kind of mm -hmm, hunt. Mm -hmm. So Remy has a scavenger hunt. Oh, I and love it's Remy. Ratatouille. Yes, it's yeah. so cute. So you just go to a kiosk. Um, usually all the ones up front have, um, it's like a map you get. You pay, I think it's like $5.99, but with your discount, it's even cheaper. You just go around and like look for Remy around the parks. And I don't know the prize off the top of my head. Last year was um, a patch or a pin. It's always kind of something different. And if they also mm -hmm. run out, you'll get something random. They ran out. I think they had pins last year, and I got like a keychain. So it's always something kind of cool. You get like a little prize for finding all the things. And, and that's, that's fun, fun too. If you do happen to have kids with you, yeah, and like you don't want them to be bored while you're whining and dining, yes. maybe looking for Remy. It's super yeah. cute. Um, another thing too is the Eat to the Beat concert. See, I love the name to it. Like, I want a little shirt with a beat that's like. I, I'm really excited that you're excited about this because, like, I pretty much could not care less. Even though I'm a music lover, I've always kind of felt like, why do they even do this? It's so, so fun. I love how they're just like the B list kind yes, of band. That's kind of the novelty, yes. right? Um, and I have the list up here, too. There's some that I'm very looking forward to. Um, some have already passed by the time we're getting this out. But um, I think, ooh, around my birthday. It, oh, yeah, is um, Baja Men. So who let the dogs <gasps> out? No I way. really want to go see Oh, them. my gosh. Um, I also really want to see Vertical Horizon because that makes middle school Bethany so happy. Me, too. Okay, so not middle school, but high school, Nicole. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Um, that, that one is really exciting for me, and like, yes. what, no shame, like, yeah. vertical rise. I bet they're really good life. Go ahead, that soft rock in your life. Also, ninety-eight degrees. <gasps> That's a thing. Degrees. <laughs> so, like, there's some really good ones, and just and you know some classics. I feel like Sugar Ray. He's coming. Yes. Wow. Um, Jim Belushi and the Sacred Heart, like Air Supply. I feel like they're always coming. Yeah. Um. So there, there's always like something. Oh, Starship. There we go. I feel nice. like every time they're always here. It's always very like um, it's nostalgic. Yeah. Like oh, yeah. I feel like if you just happen to be walking by when there's a concert uh -huh. going on, there's then there's like occasionally the magic moment where it aligns with something you really like. Like one time we were walking by and Wilson Phillips happened to be playing oh that gosh. night, and they were playing Hold On. Ugh. And I'm pretty sure I was with my mom at the time, and I was like, oh my gosh, mom. <laughs> hold on. Like, hold on. <laughs> we have to stop and listen to the song. And it was great. So yeah. even if you don't go, like, 
to the concert, sit down, it's still fun to walk by and yeah. be like, oh, it's that one super famous song. Yeah, you know? or like stop and grab a drink in America and then just kind of hang out yeah. and then keep going if you're done. Um, <laughs> so also along those lines, if there is somebody you're super interested in, you can actually get a pass holder seat preference. So I think you go right into America. They have kind of a kiosk up off to the side. They give you a little wristband and then you come back later and go to the concert. So definitely try to go there early if you're there for the whole day there's somebody you want to see cool now so what we're here for is the food and so i think we're going to go through some of our favorite overall items and then just some new kiosk things you can't miss um i think you're particularly passionate about your favorites nicole yes so <laughs> okay so you guys this podcast i mean i i love hot dogs and you, you know this if you've been listening to this podcast for very long. How but many I think can you mention Casey's, Casey's right? Like, take a drink. <laughs> um, but, like, this podcast has really made me realize just how much I must love hot dogs. Because here we are talking about the Food and Wine Festival. And, I mean, there's stuff literally from all over the world. And, I mean, there's some really, really good stuff. And I find myself, and I just have to be true to myself, I could say something else. Live your best life. But if I am going to be really honest, I have to say my very favorite food at Food and Wine Festival is the kimchi dog. So let me give you a little history on the kimchi dog. <laughs> it was first introduced. Oh. <laughs> I don't know what year. But it was South Korea was the kiosk it was at. And I'm pretty sure it was Flower and Garden. There was a South Korea kiosk, kimchi dog. And it's a spicy hot dog. And they put kimchi on top. <laughs> And I believe in the last episode, you asked me what kimchi was, and I gave you an explanation, not being 100% sure. Oh, I have since talked to an Asian person. Oh. <laughs> so in my travels <laughs> over the last month, uh, my friend and one of David's co-workers, Stacy, she's Japanese-American. She knows, you know... She knows more about Asian about culture kimchi. than I do. <laughs> Put it that way. She's not South Korean, but she knows more about Asian culture than I do. So we were talking about kimchi, and I was like, oh, Stacy, I was like, can you tell me exactly what kimchi is? Because, like, I just put this out on a podcast, and I'm not sure if it's right, and, like, I'm a little embarrassed. Um, but kimchi is just the, the easiest way to explain it is it's basically like a coleslaw. Okay. It's okay. the same, like, texture and some of the same ingredients as a coleslaw, and apparently, like, different kimchi has different ingredients. So, but like, just, a cabbage base? Yeah. So, think of it like a coleslaw, but it's, like, it's just got lots of flavor. It's real, like, tangy, and so you pair... It's, like, tangy and creamy. Mm -hmm. It's got vinegar. You pair that with the spicy hot dog, and, like, it's just good, and it's big, too. Like, mm -hmm. a lot of things at Food & Wine, you get small portions. This is, like, a full-size hot okay. dog. And... Now, there is no South Korea pavilion. Mm. So you get it in um, in Africa. There's a little, like, quick service food area. You can get it there. And that little place is actually kind of nice because their food changes seasonally, I feel like. Yeah. So during food and wine, it's the kimchi dog. So if you like hot dogs, if you like spicy, if you like kimchi, if you like bigger portions. Oh, good. The kimchi dog, I believe it's called like the cool outpost or something in Africa. It's for you. So I feel like maybe the amount of time I just spent talking about that 
does not justify the kimchi. I mean, I'm sold. Like, <laughs> have you had one before? I still haven't. Oh well, you I'll, will we'll have, have one when we go. Yes, like, we will. We will have one. We'll try go. it. I'm so, excited. moving on from the kimchi dog, my favorite beverage, which again, there are lots of beverages. Personally, I'm not a wine fan. I mean, I'll drink it. I'm a whiskey girl, and I'm Very just gonna true. be honest with you: the whiskey and bourbon selection at Food and Wine, not great. Okay. Um. Which, I'm going to put food over a drink any day of the week. But, I really like ciders. Beers are okay, but I really like ciders. And there are several ciders at Food & Wine. Um, but my favorite, the best, most bang for your buck, is the Cider Flight. Um, in my notes, I have that it's at Farm Fresh, but I don't think that's a thing anymore. I believe it is now at the Light Lab. Correct. Yes, the Light Lab has all kinds of crazy yeah, drinks. Yeah, lots of but you can get a cider flight there. Um, or even just, I would encourage you, if you see a weird, like a blood orange cider or some like kind of funky yeah, flavor cider, good. like try that at Food & Wine because you might not be able to find it in just like your neighborhood bar. Just mm -hmm. stay away from a pear cider. They all taste like hairspray. <laughs> Put it out there. Dang, I feel like I had one and I was thinking like, I know Nicole hates this, but I was enjoying it. Hairspray. Again, people say LaCroix it's tastes just, like hairspray. I don't I agree with that. Way. I don't agree with that, but pear cider. Maybe I just love hairspray. Hairspray. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to lie. I always take a whiff when I, ooh, I just threw my microphone off. I take a whiff sometimes when I'm getting crazy with hair, so maybe it's just a part of me now. Oh, okay. Is it my favorite Time. Yes, Bethany, what are your oh, favorites? favorites? Well, I was very surprised when you did not put this on your favorite list. So I was like, well, I'm going to snatch that up <laughs> because that would be the Canadian cheddar cheese and bacon soup served with oh, a pretzel roll. You guys, it's so good. From the Canada Pavilion, mm. yes. It is, I mean, I feel like it is the epitome of what food and wine is. You you go for the cheddar soup. Like, I could yeah. bathe in a vat of that it's soup. It's the flagship so item. So good, so good. And I feel like that was the first, and it's different from La Cellier version. And I remember, like, the first time I had that, I was like, now this is what food is. It's just so good. Um, I know you, you only did one, which I was very surprised and proud of you. So I also I threw in the cheese trio because I love, clearly cheese is just my weakness because I'm also trying to like cut out dairy, not do that much. But you know, like I love cheese in all its forms. So liquid cheese, hard cheese, soft cheese, cheese all the soup. cheese. Yeah. Um, but my favorite drink, and this is like, I'm not, you know, you say you're not a wine drink. I'm not picky at all. <laughs> But this is like my favorite. It's my favorite kind of like beer brand in general too. Um, we we Blake and I are both really like a German brew. I'm a German lady. David as well loves a German brew. Yeah, mm -hmm. they, they know how to do it. Um, and so the Schaffer Hopper. That's how you say it. Schaffer Hopper. Um, yeah, I we should probably learn how to say that, but. Um, they also have the grapefruit beer available all year long. That's in Germany. But they have a special pomegranate beer available at their, um, I think it's like their special brew area, kind of how America has one. Mm -hmm. um, it's different from like the Germany little hut itself. Oh my gosh. It is honestly the best thing. Like if you think the grapefruit one is good. Oh, okay, let me so let good. me ask you about the pomegranate beer. Because yes. I 
even though I like ciders, you know, I like a real tart cider. Mm-hmm. And so I, I'm leery of like overly fruity things. Is the pomegranate, is it really fruity and sweet? Or is it more like a natural refreshing? I feel like it is natural and refreshing, but it's definitely sweet. Mm-hmm. So that might be, I'll get it. And you can try a sip and if yes. you want one. But I've, um, Blake's brother hates alcohol in all forms, which some very other okay seed issues but he loves that and he will actually try that so for the people who aren't like really beer maybe a good like gateway drink yeah it is so good like i think you would enjoy it i mean that does sound good like i mean there's a strawberry beer that i like abita strawberry what up people from nola you will know what i'm saying yeah well they have a strawberry beer (laughs) they have a strawberry i can't remember if it's a Ale. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It's a strawberry beer. You can only find it in the spring. Yeah. And only in certain places. But if you can... And and it's like very light. Mm -hmm. So there are some fruit beers I like. So I'm I'm interested to try this. It is so good. Um, And there's... Oh, there it is. The hops and barley. That's what it's from. Um, So we have some new things to talk about. I'm getting ahead of myself. We have kind of a (laughs) list of points to go over. So there's some new and noteworthy things that are available. And even like... um, some kiosks that are new too. Yeah. I feel like um all the new stuff to me sounds really good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So there's a New Brunswick slider mm-hmm. at the Hops and Barley marketplace. Um, you know what? Let me just look that up really quick because I feel like okay, so it's Is that the German one or is that the American one? It's the American That's one. American. Okay. It is a slow braised beef brisket. Pot roast style with horseradish cream, crispy fried onions on a potato roll with pickled vegetables on the side. Yeah, that does sound great. So, I mean, it's a brisket sandwich with horseradish and fried onions. Like, that sounds great to me. Um, so, if you're a barbecue fan, try that. Mm-hmm. Then we also have a butternut squash ravioli at the Wine and Dine Studio. For all you vegetarians out there, that sounds really tasty. Ooh, indeed. Now, I think that that Wine and Dine studio might be new as well. Maybe oh. not. Or at least they might have moved the um, area from where I oh, remember it. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. J-J-J. Okay, so the next one is the charred chimichurri skirt steak. That's from Flavors from Fire. And that was new last year. And I really like that. It's kind of like a spicy Yeah, we're going to have a little it's heat. It's really different, yeah. Um, and then this one I'm very oh. excited about is the mimosa bar. Oh, the mimosa bar. We got to hit that up Ooh. when we go. Now, that is definitely in a different place. I don't know what it's actually called. It's like the um, Festival Center. Yes, the Festival Center. Now, that is where Ellen's ride used to be. It's kind of to oh, the right of it. You got to go out of yellow. your way. Yeah, so that's where that is. And there's a few other places, like, well, the classes and stuff are. Mm-hmm. But there's, like, a wine store there, and you can do tastings. And so I know you're not into wine, but I am very much into wine, and I would like to try that. <laughs> I mean, there's some, like, there's a lot of good-looking things at this mimosa bar. They have mm-hmm. a frozen apple pie. They have a blood orange mimosa. Yeah. They have, um, I mean, they have all kinds of stuff. And they have Joffrey's cold proof. Done. So, <laughs> so if you need a Joffrey's, get one of those too. Double fist. Mimosa in one hand, Joffrey's in the other. Caffeinated. Yep. Happy campers right here. Happy campers. <laughs> we have um, some additional highlights too that we definitely want to mention because, I mean, 
this is our, I feel like it's a professional sport, <laughs> food and wine. You know, you got to hit up the good ones, so yeah. we're going to recommend some of our favorites and just other things that intrigue us. Yeah. And, I mean, everybody has a different food and wine experience. Right. You know, there are some people who don't like the classics. There are some people who have, you know, their favorites that are like little hidden gems. So these are the ones that, you know, we really love. But um, definitely, I would encourage you to get that passport, look at everything on yeah. there, and find your, you know, find your own, your own classics. And that's <laughs> what I like to do when I'm standing in line, like, either even at a ride, maybe, just going through my book, like, oh, we gotta go to this one next, or, like, it's something, Nicole's good that you take it home yes. to do it. I'm terrible yes. and get one every time, <laughs> and I can never remember what I've had before. Or maybe and... even, like, if you are a Disney native and you've been several times, right. if you've had the same thing from a kiosk two or three times, even if you love it, like, maybe try something else, yeah. you know? But still get the soup. But still, but yeah, <laughs> but get the soup every time. <laughs> Okay, what's your, your first one? Okay, so first off, and these are probably going to be just Fast and Furious. We're not going to go into detail with all these, but at Active Eats, they have a loaded mac and cheese with bacon, cheddar cheese, peppers, and green onions. And I mean, I don't think I need to expound upon that. It's loaded mac and cheese. It's fantastic. Have you had it before? Yes. Oh, I remember I got it last year and I didn't like it. Oh, I've had it two or three times, and I've, really? I've liked it every time, yeah. Maybe I'm just mac and picky. Oh, um, mac but and that, that's where the hard water is, which I discovered. Yeah, talk about the hard water. Eats last year, and it is incredible. Again, if you don't like LaCroix or anything, you're not going to like it, because it's definitely like it, like it is what it is. That's It's sparkling water, but it's got like a little bite to it. So it's kind of dangerous that you can't really taste any mm. of the alcohol. But I think it's very weak, too. I mean, it's just like infused water. I don't know how that works. Like, is it fermented? I don't know. It's great. I think it's a different <laughs> flavor than last year. It was like cucumber, and this year is like a berry flavor. But it is so good. You definitely have to try it. It's just yeah. like, that's like, like a weird thing. You just yeah. have to try it. I'm intrigued. Okay, so moving on to Africa. Not where the kimchi dog is. Across the street. Yeah, across the street. At the actual kiosk. They have these beef tenderloin tips with onions, jalapenos, tomato, and pap. Oh, and so I feel bad. like Africa is one of those you can just walk right by and, and not even, like, look at the menu. But this is, like, legit, I think, one of the better things at the festival. Yeah. So, Which I like anything with a little spice, a little jalapeno. Yeah. I also see that it is gluten-free, and there's a lot oh, of yeah. gluten. That's important to my family. My mother-in-law is allergic to wheat, so we're always mm -hmm. looking for stuff that she can have. And there's so many. I think um, Brazil, which we might talk about later, has some really good gluten-free offerings. So, again, if you have, like, food allergy yes. sensitivities, Disney is very friendly Yeah, you can be gluten-free, you can be a vegetarian, still have a great time at Food & Wine. Yeah, for sure. All right, moving on to Australia, and one of the top items at the festival is the grilled lamb chop with mint, pesto, and potato crunchies. And let me tell you, potato crunchies, it is crushed up potato chips. Oh, okay. I mean, my goodness. So you've got this little, you've this beautiful little lamb chop with this beautiful pesto sauce, and then like straight up crushed up potato chips on top. I mean, it's, it's a... Culinary marvel. <laughs> now confession, I don't eat lamb. Yeah. 
That's just one of the animals that, like, freaks me out. Well, and lamb is just a different flavor. It's yeah, a strong flavor. I ate one accidentally, and I think I liked it. But I'm like, nope. Can't do this. Again. Well, if you're a, if you're a meat <laughs> lover, if you already know you like lamb, oh. I mean, this is one of those items that like eight out of ten yeah, people will tell you you have to try it. Yeah. yeah, that's like a festival favorite. It like, is for sure. A cornerstone item. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so next on the list is Belgium, and Belgium has like just a lot of good stuff. Oh yeah. Look at the list in Belgium. But Can you pull that up? so again for the eightieth time on this episode, I love cider. And my favorite cider, cider and a hot dog. Cider and a hot <laughs> that would dog. That would make Nicole happy. Yeah. Um, but the best cider I've ever had, I had in Belgium, and it is straight up Stella Artois hard cider. And I mean, you can get that in any liquor store anywhere. It's nothing like fancy or super rare. But they, the first time I ever had it was there. They have it on tap, which of course makes a difference. Mm-hmm. Um, than having it just out of the bottle. But it is just, like, the best cider. And it mm. does kind of bother me that they pronounce it cedar. I was just going to ask, a little is pretentious. it cedar or is it cider? When I first, the com- the first time I ever saw it on a commercial or anything, they pronounced it cedar. They did? Well, yeah. I so I think it's cedar. But it's just, I mean, it's not too sweet. It's not too tart. Mm. It's just the perfectly balanced cider. Oh, I love it. Confession. We, we got, like, a... Was it a box? Like, what do you call that? A six-pack? There we yeah. go. A six-pack of it when it just came out from, like, Publix or something. And my roommate in college came out and she was like, you like cedar? And we made fun of her so much for pronouncing it cedar. Oh, <laughs> and now I and really she was it. right. You owe her an apology. What's her name? Uh, sorry, Jasmine. Jasmine. Actually, I think we laughed at her behind her basket. <laughs> oh, no. Jasmine was right. <laughs> Jasmine, you were right. I <laughs> and now I, I do feel bad. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. Um, in Brazil, or not Brazil, Belgium has a lot of things I want to try, like the Belgium waffle. Mm, they're Every so good. Every time like, we were meant to do that last year, and I was going to try it, and I didn't. And can't go wrong with a good old waffle. So I think that's on my list this year. I need to try that. Definitely. Um, also, B is for Brazil, and I think we touched on that a little bit because they have another festival favorite. Yes. Crispy pork belly with black yes. beans. It's just really good. I feel like there was one other thing. I'm looking it up really quick. Um, no, but Brazil's just solid. Um, they also have a, oh, it's a seafood stew with scallops. I think I've had and, that Oh, as it's well. the cheese bread. That is the thing. It's like cheese bread, vegetarian, kosher, all the things. And everyone is saying that's great. I almost tried it, but then I was like, Kind of in a carb coma last time I was there. I was like, I cannot fit any more breads inside of me. (laughs) This is a good time to mention while you're talking about being overstuffed. Like, definitely share at Food & Wine. I know you said Blake doesn't share. Yeah. But even at Food & Wine. Yeah. You gotta share mm-hmm. because you want to try things, and right. even though the plates are small, if you eat two or three of those, and you're gonna be done, mm-hmm. and you need to try more than two or three yeah. things. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, another one is Earth Eats. Yes, I I'm excited about this. You? One. I don't know anything about this one. Let's so I just read this description and was like, "That sounds great." Um, I am definitely a carnivore, <laughs> not a huge veggie person, but this sounds so good. It is, it's called the Steakhouse Blended Burger. It's blended beef and wild mushroom slider with brie cheese fondue. So it is beef, but it's also mushroom. 
So they like grind, from what I understand, they grind up like the meat and the mushroom and make a patty out of that. That sounds really good. That sounds really great to me. And then they also have a bunch of kombucha. Oh, I love kombucha. Oh, I mean, I know kombucha is like kind of the hipster thing right now, but like it's legit good. <laughs> it is good. And so at Earth Eats, they have a ton of kombucha. And um, they have one, it's called the Pink Lady Apple. And like, that just sounds great to me. I can't wait to try this slider with this kombucha. That does sound very good. excited I'm, about I'm it. ready for that. I <laughs> love kombucha. Um, I think next on our list is Hawaii. Yes. Hawaii is another one of those that this item doesn't look, you know, like anything fancy on the menu. But the Kahlua pork slider with sweet and sour dole pineapple chutney and spicy mayonnaise. Kind of like the mac and cheese. It's just good. Everything at Hawaii. Not is a lot good. to say about it. It's just good. <laughs> I love Hawaii. I like. They have a, a grilled ahi kind of tuna. Mm. It's like a poke. Poke. Oh. That's another one of those. I'm like, is it poke or poke? I think it's poke. I think it's poke. Okay. <laughs> Let us know. <laughs> okay. So Anthony on Queer Eye pronounced oh. it poke. It's poke. <laughs> and until then, I thought it was poke as well. <laughs> I, I swear that was one of those things that I was saying it, and like a waitress was like, "Oh, poke." And I think I like assumed maybe like, she was wrong. So I wonder if like it matters because like I ate at a place last week and it has a little accent mark yeah, over the e. So I'm like, poke, poke? right? Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. I don't know. Anyway, it's good. Get it? It's good. And also the Spam is really good. <laughs> so random. That was one of those things that we're like, we just have to try that. That Wild sounds card. good. It's, it's a little, I mean, you know what Spam is. It's kind of gross, canned meat. But that thing is so good. It's a teriyaki glaze Spam. And I mean, Get that's that. a Hawaiian thing. I don't know yeah. why, but it is. Because everything's really expensive. So that's an easy, cheap import oh. item. Yeah. Make Spam out of a lot. There you go. Yeah. Little nugget. Oh, hops and barley. Hops and barley is the kiosk in America. Mm -hmm. It's big. It's large and in charge. There's a line at each end. There are tons of picnic tables. It's right across from each of the beat concert. Yeah. yeah. So it's a really good place to like post up for a while. Um, my favorite item at hops and barley. Well, maybe not my favorite, but maybe my favorite. <laughs> um, the New England lobster roll. So good. And I'm sure that New Englanders would say it's crap, but I'm not from New England. No, I'm from Arkansas. No, no. Um, and so I think it's great. And they've made it a couple different ways. The first time I ever had it, it was just like the single like claw meat on a roll with mayonnaise. And I believe that is the proper New England okay. way to make it. Mm -hmm. And then they switched it up a couple years later and made like the lobster seafood salad, yeah. which I also like, but I think that it's frowned upon. Um, I think now, though, they're back to just the claw meat on the roll. And, like, the roll's always really good and, like, mm -hmm. toasted and buttery. And it's yeah. got this herb mayonnaise. It's just really simple. but And it's more, it's one of the more expensive items um, at the festival. But to me, it's, like, totally worth it. Mm -hmm. And then we love, we always get a beverage or two at this one. Um, David always gets a beer. Sometimes they have, like, a moonshine cocktail or a whiskey cocktail. Um, so I love to get like a barbecue sandwich or the lobster roll and you got your beer or your moonshine cocktail. It's just a great place to like sit and sort of, and it's halfway around. Yeah, yeah. So. Kind of when you're ready for like your main meal after yeah. you snacked your way. Yeah. I also just want to note that Nicole wrote like a, we write all our little tidbits down. And you wrote like a very long description for New England lobster roll and then beer. <laughs> just a <imagine. laughs> 
beer. <laughs> so get the beer. <laughs> well, I'm not sure which beer because yeah, David always picks it. So just get a beer. Get a beer. I think there's a chocolate one. Ooh. Get the chocolate one. We're being intrigued. That's <laughs> yummy. Chocolate beers are really good. They're like dark and yeah. just they have the rich There's notes. Wrong with that. Yeah, I know. Well, <laughs> next, the ones I want to talk about is yes, talk Ireland. About Ireland. Because those are one of the, that's like the one that everything is good. I feel like they have the um, sexy like cousin to the beer, the, excuse me, the soup in Canada. Because they have a roasted Irish sausage with potatoes and Irish cheddar cheese stout dip with brown mm. bread. And Irish brown bread, I can't say that very fast. Irish brown bread, kind of hard to say. <laughs> it is so good. I got that on a whim last year and oh, it's just like a little dippy bread in the cheese. That so sounds good. really good. So good. And they have the chocolate pudding. Like, everything there is amazing. Like, you can just eat there and then go home. They also yeah. have, like, the, like, Bailey's shake. <gasps> yeah, and I, I love me a boozy, a boozy coffee, boozy you know. coffee is always good. I think they have, oh, maybe it was England is the pump, Twining's Pumpkin. Oh, yeah, I think that is. That's also super good. Yeah, mm-hmm. they have a, let's see, at Ireland they have the Guinness Bailey's shake. So I guess it's oh. like, is it like beer and oh, Bailey's? Boozy milkshake? Yeah, oh, boozy milkshakes and boozy coffees, man, right up there on the yeah. list. That's, that's, that's a must. Sounds really tasty. Also so, on the must. Uh, yeah. I was just going to say, Ireland is one of those just solid kiosks oh, yeah. in general. I think every cute. single thing on the menu is good. Mm-hmm. It's like a little thatched booth. Yes. Here. Yes. Um, because I love cheese, I'm not gonna <laughs> not talk about the cheese studio because that's great. We have that every time, and their little cheese trio. It's just like a cheese board, so it comes with like a mix of things. And I'm telling you, this year there is a macaroon macaron macaron macaron. That's what it is. <laughs> that a macaron with cheese, like. What? Right? Oh gosh. That's just we have to try amazing. that. Amazing. And then it's a <laughs> strawberry one, so that's on the list 100%. I got to eat there. <laughs> so, yeah, I think we've made our way around the world. Around the world. Like what are do we have any like a uh, like final like thoughts or tips or recommendations? Um, I would just say, you know, you don't don't feel guilty if you don't get to everything. Really don't because you will oh, yes. spend a lot. That is a great thought. And like, you know, take it in, you know, chunks or something. That's probably not a good word to use. But um, it, like, we love going there for like dinner or like lunch real quick if we are going to another park. Um, it's just like great in and out, quick grab a little bite and leave. That's what we really love the most about food and wine, I think in my opinion. Yeah, it's very like... Food is like just, it's a very social thing. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like that's why people do love food and wine so much is because, you know, you're there with your friends and like you're eating and you're hanging out and you're laughing and you're people watching. And yeah. it's a, it's just a really good kind of like hang out and stroll and nibble, you know. You can't not have a bad time. And it, I feel like this is the longest food and wine Keeps getting ever. Every it's year, yeah. until November, like late mm-hmm. November and say around Thanksgiving. So you have plenty of time yeah. to get over there and try everything if you do want to. Speaking of which, I do have a little bit of a magic moment associated with food and wine. Ooh, share. So food and wine usually ends 
right around David and I's anniversary, that first kind of week in November. And so we always make it a point, our very last food and wine stop on our anniversary weekend is always desserts and champagne, which apparently doesn't exist anymore. But we would always stop at desserts and champagne, and there's like a bench right across from it. And we would order a dessert and a glass or two of champagne, usually one of the nicer ones, you know, and sit on the bench and enjoy our dessert and champagne together and close out food and wine and celebrate our anniversary at the same time. And the last time we did this, I think it was last year when we did it, we met a little old couple sitting right next to us, basically doing the same thing. It wasn't their anniversary, but they were enjoying their, their desserts and their champagnes. And these people were probably in their 70s and like they're retired and they legit just go around to all the theme parks and hang out. And, like, that's what they do with their retired life. And they were so lovely. And we were like, oh, hopefully that's what we're going to be like when we're old. Oh, that's like goals. <laughs> oh, no, that's great. If that's not a magical moment, I don't know what is. <laughs> oh, that was great, Nicole. So thank you so much for sharing. Yeah. And I feel like we've had a great talk. I'm just yeah. really hungry now, if anything. You know, I did have, like, a full dinner before being recorded, but... I am so excited. I'm sure we'll share more on Instagram about our food yes. and wine adventures. We will be putting that on stories, so please follow us. A lot of stuff is yeah. happening, too. Um, I think, I guess it is for next episode. Yeah, will be our spooky episode. I don't know, insert noises. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, Nicole, as you know, is kind of a horror geek, and we have it's some true. haunted Disney stories to share, and it's just going to be a really good episode. So definitely look forward to our next month um, outcoming episode. Um, also, if you didn't know, we have a brand new Spankin' Baby website. Yeah! You want to share a little bit about sure. that? Sure. So, um... We have a website. It is DisneyNative.com. Mm -hmm. Super easy. Um, that is where you will find all of our episodes. You can listen to episodes there. Um, you can also read our blog. We have one tiny entry in our blog. Cute. But it is something we're going to be developing over time. Yeah. So um, our first entry is our top five snacks at Magic Kingdom. So it's going to be little snippets like that. Just little, um, you know, little extra things um, beyond what we talk about on the podcast and also a little bit about ourselves. Right. And I'm sure it will grow over time, but um, be sure to check that out. Again, it's DisneyNative.com. And with the new website, we are also moving where our podcast is hosted. So there is a possibility that you will need to resubscribe or refresh your feed or, or something. We'll let you know if there's right. any like if there's any like technical problems with that, we'll we will yeah. let you guys know. But check out the website. So yeah, apologize for any weirdness in advance, but Again, as always, thank you so much for hanging out and listening with us to Disney Native. We always have so much fun doing this. We hope you have just as much fun listening to these. So, as always, we hope you have a magical day. Bon appetit! Oh, this is the night. It's a beautiful night. And we call it a bell night.